Hey, you guys. How are you doing? Hope you had a good week. This is Richard Sachs on Lost Arts Radio. Doug Diamond is here and um, ready for Lost Arts Radio Live. This is a show that we've been doing for a while now, and it's related to current events and some commentary on what they're, you know, what they're meaning, what they're telling us, what the message is, what the options are that are coming up for us, and, uh, you know, just awareness of our environment that we're operating in. And I realize that I've been doing my best to be really careful of my language in the environment where you can disappear off social media. And I mean, regular media, forget it, you disappear off that even faster, but um, certainly social media. And um, I've been trying to be subtle and sarcastic if, if necessary and using different wording than the AI machines are looking for and stuff like that, not to offend the censors. Um, and I realize that's what you call self-censoring. And there are people that are pointing out that that's a way to let things get worse and worse because you don't even have to be knocked off the air. You do it basically to yourself. Even if you're still on, <clears throat> you're limiting what you say. And I think there's a problem with that ethically. I mean, it might be appropriate in certain situations, but I have the feeling that that situation is over. So um, make sure and stay in touch with us on other platforms, okay? Obviously a need for that if you're interested in the content that we're putting out, especially with the understanding that it's going to get more uh, more, more fully unfiltered. I think it's important because... We've only got a limited amount of time to turn around the situation that we're in in this chapter of life. Otherwise, it could happen later in other environments, but I'd rather, my preference, you might say, is to see things get better now for everybody's sake. I, I know that I understand the spiritual meaning of what people have to go through and experience and suffer through and all that. And yeah, we get wiser. That's unfortunately, a, a, from my point of view, a way that humans learn, but it's still not my preference. And I'd like like things to turn around and get better. And I don't think that I'm feel sure it's not too late for that. But if I'm going to make this big effort to not offend the censors, then I'm in a way getting in the way of of what could happen <clears throat> to get things better sooner. The whole idea of censors in America and in the UK and Europe and Australia and Western countries is a weird concept that I guess we've gotten used to. So something happened, you know, that's not how it's supposed to be. So um, I was trying to do it so that we could stay in touch on the major social uh, network platforms like uh, YouTube, for example, where you're not hearing us on YouTube this week. Because um, they decided that for your protection, uh, you shouldn't be able to hear our evil content this week. So we're um, coming to you on the remaining platforms and we're appearing on a lot of non-censoring platforms. So get in touch with us there. Uh, check out Brighteon and BitChute and uh, Blog Talk Radio for audio version and other ones like that. LostArtsRadio.com for the main place to stay in touch with what platforms we'll be on. Um, 
anyway, so my efforts to be cautious and <clears throat> filter my language and be really clever and sarcastic when necessary uh, obviously didn't work fully. And they're going back into old shows of us of ours that are months old, and they usually use that for an excuse to terminate channels of different kinds. So, you know, stay in touch in other places. Um, we're getting attacked and shadow banned and censored regardless of my efforts. So I think it's better just not to self-censor at all. And it, it, I have to get used to that, but we're going to start today and um, just let the criminal social media and regular media go on misrepresenting and censoring until they're completely replaced by the new free speech platforms, which are coming up really fast. And you understand regardless of the nonsense from Antifa that was going on all summer and is still happening in various places. Um, they don't understand. They don't, I don't think they have any clue what fascism really is and they need to learn. Uh, it's when governments use corporations to carry out criminal activities that the governments may not want to fight about the law that prevents them to do that. So that way they're not technically violating any charter or constitution or anything because usually those, those documents are not written in a way that controls corporations. <clears throat> Certainly that's the case in America. It's similar to the idea that governments have that they think is really clever they've been using for a long time. Uh, like in America, they use agencies to do immoral things that the government's not allowed to do. In America, in the Constitution, it outlines the what they call the enumerated powers. That, that just means that they have a list with numbers. Enumerated means numbers and uh, there's only a few powers the government, federal government has. All the others are specifically denied. So they just start agencies. And the agencies are not exactly the federal government, though they're acting on its behalf. And they do all the things that the federal government's not allowed to do. Except now, the federal government just does whatever it wants, especially at the moment. Um the last several presidents have gotten in the habit of using executive orders for everything. So they have the Congress up there endlessly debating things that are really obvious to begin with and just blowing away time and trying to look important. And the president just says, well, I'm going to make an executive order. And executive orders in the U.S. were for things like uh, George Washington ordered some extra uh, China, some place settings for guests that were coming over to the White House for dinner. Or executive orders can be used to put out policy for people that work for the executive branch. But that's it. You can't make an executive order on anything else legally. And um, it's the same for the states and the same for cities and counties. They figure that people don't know anymore. And, and in fact, a lot of the so-called representatives don't actually know much of anything either. So they just make executive orders when they're tired of waiting for the regular process of law. And Trump did a lot of that, and his predecessors did a lot of that. Biden started out setting new records of any president in the U.S. for just saying executive order to order this and this and this and this and this, all of which would have had to be dealt with by Congress, 
but um, he just did it, and Congress just goes along with it, because our Congress in the U.S. and most of the Western countries is just totally corrupted and controlled by uh, interests high above them that we're not supposed to know about. So, in the U.S. and other places, they use agencies to do things. Um, Some of those agencies you've heard of, like uh, the agencies connected with health, like Health and Human Services in the U.S. In the U.S., the federal government doesn't have any power over health at all. Nothing. In fact, the Constitution, uh, since it didn't put it in the list of enumerated powers, it's specifically denied, and they just figure, well, you know, What's the good of having an educational system if you can't make everybody into a complete idiot? And that's what they've successfully done in this country and most of the Western uh, countries of the world. Um, But people really, regardless of what the government does that's really tricky or regardless of what's in the Constitution or the so-called laws that are passed or the regulations or the policies of agencies, people actually have the same rights everywhere. They're called natural rights. And in the U.S., the really unique thing was that the founders put those rights on paper, and they they referred to those natural rights um, in the founding documents of the government, and that was a really big deal. I don't think governments are intrinsically evil at all. I, I am not in agreement with the anarchists about that. I think if you don't have a government at all, in an environment like we've got in the world today, then you just get invaded and taken over by a country that has no problems with doing that right away. And if you don't have a national uh, defense system, it's I don't think it's realistic at all to say that the neighborhoods that get together and come up with their own tanks and jets and things like that to defend the country, that is not going to happen. But if you've got uh, national and other leaders that are criminals and completely corrupt. And I don't mean uh, criminals that have just violated some stupid statute. I mean real criminals that are out to hurt other people at their own, you know, uh, for their own benefit or enrichment, then uh, the Constitution doesn't really help you if it's not followed. And the other thing is that some of the people, not anarchists, but the... um, Patriots in various countries say, well, a constitutional republic is really fantastic. It's not a democracy, they say. That would be terrible, but it's a constitutional republic, and that's what makes it so great. That's complete nonsense. You can have a constitutional republic that says everybody of a certain race or age should be murdered, and it's still a constitutional republic. And all your so-called representatives would be in there deciding how to apply it and which representatives, or sorry, which um, citizens to murder according to the Constitution. But the good thing about the Constitutional Republic in America is that it was written by people with some wisdom. No, they were not perfect. They had a lot of faults. They had a lot of personal shortcomings and the usual stuff. But um, they had the incredible wisdom that a government and a country should be based on individual freedom where you can live and think and speak and act and do whatever you want, live however you want, believe whatever you want, have whatever religion or no religion or whatever you want, as long as you don't take the freedoms and rights away from other people. 
in which case you become a true criminal and you forfeit some of your rights. But as long as everybody respects each other um, and re- recognizes the freedoms that they all have, then you can live however you want. That was incredible. I mean, it, it's incredible in, <laughs> as the world was at that time and as the world is now. Uh, it's fading away now. It's not being followed. But the basic principle still could be applied. People could still live that way. Um, and what was really a big deal about it was the founders said the rights came from God, not from us. Not from government, not from presidents, not from representatives. So, the reason that was so good is not because it's trying to make you religious. It's because it's saying that government can't take it away. You're free to believe and act and live as you want. No matter what laws they pass, they can pass laws that your belief or your religion is illegal and it doesn't do anything because government can't do that. I mean... They're doing it all over the world now. Uh, we've been running a lot of uh, articles on lostartsradio.com about churches being shut down, particularly in Canada, which has become an extremely uh, fascist country, probably a little more than the U.S. in line with uh, what's going on in places like the U.K. and Spain, where they just ignore what they call their Charter of Rights in Canada. Um, and they just say, well, you don't have those anymore because it's an emergency. And they figure the people are too dumb and uneducated to realize that emergencies are completely irrelevant when it comes to your your, uh, natural rights uh, from God because they're what's called unalienable. So no matter what religion you have or if you're an atheist or... If you're just not religious and you don't know if you're an atheist or what, it doesn't depend on that at all. It's not a religious issue. And the founder said that you were born with those natural rights. And I would add, I would go farther than that and say, no, you've got them before you're born. If if you're alive, if you're floating around inside a mother who you're depending on to protect you and father to protect you, then totally dependent on them. You may not get much into private property at that point, but you've got natural rights like the right not to be murdered, and it's not a religious issue at all. It's just direct perception. You look at something and you see what it is. It's not an organ of the mother's body or some nonsense like that. It's it's a person. And now with, with the advanced um, harmful radiation, 4G uh, ultrasound, you can see, anybody can see, even if it's only a few inches long, it's acting and demonstrating that it's a living being that's depending on the parents for protection. So I would say your, your natural rights start before birth. That's just my outlook. Um, and again, the important thing is the government, no organization, no corporation or person can take your natural rights away. It's a really important distinction because the government when it's corrupt and evil, like most of the governments in the world, I can't really think of any that aren't right now. There's some that are better than others for sure. The ones that are the most demonized are generally the ones that are trying to do at least something good. You know, when the U.S. government invaded Libya, for example, and destroyed the country and murdered the uh, 
leader of Libya, Gaddafi, and, and his whole family and his grandchildren and everything, and Hillary was laughing about it. That was because they were trying to be separate from the international banking cartel and set up a gold-based, non-inflatable currency that they would share with all the countries in Africa, which would have been wonderful. That had to be stopped. And there was a strong clue that that was the reason that they did it, because even before uh, total conquering of the country by the U.S. and allied military, they set up their own central bank, a new central bank for Libya, under the uh, control of the BIS in Switzerland. So um, now there are also natural laws that go along with natural rights. For example, if you take, as we said, if you take away somebody else's rights, you may have to forfeit some of your own. If you kill or rape or kidnap somebody or do some other true crime, you might lose freedom or even your life. And there are corporate crimes too that don't just get unlimited freedom. That wouldn't make any sense. You have to respect life and other people and the environment itself or you don't get your rights. And there are corporate crimes like producing GMOs. There's no justification for that at all. And it's just doing massive damage to the whole biosphere. A lot of the people that excommunicate me because they're on the right and they're Republican and they're conservative, which should be good. I mean, conservative means conserving true values and all this good stuff. A lot of them say there are no legitimate environmental issues. Many say there's no environmental emergency. That's just liberal nonsense. They're totally out of touch. And I don't see why we have to be partisan, actually, at all. Why don't we just look and be interested in what's true, <clears throat> willing to change our own point of view, no ego involvement at all. Because if you're going to be into the ego defense of whatever you believe, um, you, your vision's clouded. You're not going to find what's true. Um, we'd make a lot more progress as individuals and a society and just drop the defensiveness. Say, look, if, if you show me that I'm wrong, that's great because I'm closer to what's right and that's all I want. It's true in spiritual issues and it's true in real science and in real health and medicine and all that stuff. But we've gotten really far away from it. So the corporate crimes include things like spraying toxic metals mixed with biological weapons into the atmosphere to disrupt the weather and blame it on climate change or global warming or to say that, you know, you have to do it because you're trying to not only fight global warming, but cover it up so people won't panic about it, which is the opposite of what's happening. They're creating climate change the best they can with a huge fleet of global aircraft, creating warming and cooling and instability of climate all over the world so people can point to it and say, oh my God, it's climate change and global warming are going to kill us in whatever the correct number of years is now. I'm not sure it was 12 according to authorities like AOC, but it might be 10 or some people say 7. Well, if anybody really cared about that, they would escort the planes out of the sky. You don't have to shoot them down. You just send up military fighters to escort them down and uh, have a discussion with the pilots and say, let's talk about who you work for 
and where they are, where they're located, where the addresses are, who are the uh, companies that keep you going. It would take about three days and the whole geoengineering project would be over. And there, there are thousands of supposedly representatives of the people in government all over the place in different countries. Not one of them has done anything meaningful about that so far. So that's a corporate crime, major corporate and probably government crime combined. And you don't get the freedom to do that. Those are not, it's not natural rights to, to poison the biosphere, which is the ultimate obvious purpose of geoengineering is to kill the entire biosphere. That's what they're doing. It's not, it's not a mistake. It's on purpose and it's probably extremely well paid. If anybody's out there that flies one of those jets, I'd love to talk to you on an anonymous basis. Really needs to be more exposed to the public who mostly apparently thinks it's a conspiracy theory and it's not happening. <clears throat> a lot of what's happening is in that category. Other corporate crimes that that forfeit freedoms and overcome natural rights are chemical agriculture that poisons the whole biosphere as well, the soil and the water and the air to some extent. That's not a legitimate natural freedom. That's not a natural right. Uh, that's a disaster, poisoning not only the soil and ruining it, but poisoning the food itself. And I'm I've been involved in organic agriculture since at least 1967, and um, all of the myths that the chemicals are needed to uh, increase production and fight droughts, you know, especially GMOs, but chemical fertilizer in general, that you can grow more good food with chemicals than you can with real organic and beyond organic biodynamic and other advanced forms of agriculture is complete nonsense and it's fake science that has been taught in the ag schools which I've been I, w I was involved in ag school in 1975 and they were teaching basically that the soil is there not as an incredible ecosystem of micro life but as something to hold the plant up you know so it doesn't fall over and it's really the chemical fertilizers that God was waiting for so that nature could be complete and food could be grown for people. Amazing that anybody ever believed any of that stuff, including the farmers, who I really support and love very much, the farmers. But you fell for a lot of nonsense, you guys and women both. And um doesn't matter. You're not to blame. It wasn't your fault. But you can fix it. And it's really important to fix it. And same with the toxic food processing with chemicals to make it taste good so everybody gets addicted to it. That's a corporate crime on a massive scale and needs to be corrected. And the first step in that is becoming conscious enough so that you get in touch with what I guess people call your conscience, you know, poisoning people for as a way to make your living is not a natural right. You yeah. Natural rights is not just to be the, the biggest criminal in the world. That's not really what it means. Uh, same thing with the toxic drug medical system. I told you you better get in touch with us on the free speech platforms. It should be very obvious why. I'm not going to self-censor anymore, whatever happens. Um, helping the toxic drug medical system to keep everybody sick, 
which is what the chemical agriculture industry does. Agriculture and, and medicine work together when they're both based on chemical poisons, and they're not doing what they're supposed to do. Um, putting poisons into a syringe, pretending it's safe and effective, getting all these paid off or blackmailed experts to say, oh, absolutely, pay no attention to all those dying people or the people who are sick or the people whose immune systems were ruined or Joy Garner's study that was on Lost Arts Radio um, correlating the practi- this art- barbaric practice of putting poisons into a syringe and injecting it into pe- I know you can't believe anybody would ever do that, but it's actually happening in the world right now. I don't mean to shock you, but um, they're doing it to babies and everybody. It's just beyond belief, injecting it into anybody, babies and pregnant mothers and with unborn babies. That's what it means that they're pregnant. You know, you're giving it to an unborn baby. Um, a lot of countries, including the U.S., aside from the, those medical agendas, are being totally destroyed now and invaded as part of a larger agenda uh, to first enslave humanity, get everybody to stop dissenting, everybody to think the same, which the injections, they hope, will really help a lot with that. And then the bottom line of the agenda is not just population reduction. It's total destruction of life on the planet, uh, and we're not supposed to find out about that either. But the positive side of that, not about that, but in spite of that, is that humans are walking around with the power to block that plan and instead of a dark age, bring back a golden age like hasn't been seen here before. And who is the amazing being who could do that? Um, You. And I'm not kidding. And I'm not speaking generically to everybody I'm saying you in particular, but you have to do the work to open that up. It's going to stay dormant otherwise, and time is passing quickly. And uh, we can't really succeed at it by ignoring what's happening around us. Being afraid to tell the truth is part of what lets it happen. So if the criminal big tech platforms want to take us off the air, we'll just do what we can on the good free speech platforms. And if you feel that there's value in it, maybe you'll help us share it, you know. Most people don't take the time to do that, but it's getting more critical to do that. And stay in touch at the basic website, lostartsradio.com, to see where we're still on the air. I think that would be a good thing. So in the spirit of free speech and telling the truth, which I'm sorry, you know, I was filtering up to now, Tonight I want to share with you um, a great article that I saw in several places, including one called GatesofVienna.com, and then I found out that our friend Anthony Patch read it on his show a few days ago, and I thought, read it? Why? Oh, yeah, that's probably a really good idea, because it's a brilliant article, and it's basically a list <clears throat> that I hope I can get through with some things that I'm going to say about it, too. Um, and it was a list created by a guy named Rat. I think it's a guy. I don't know whether this is a man or woman's name, actually. It's a rabbi from Israel named Chaniah Weissman. 
So it might be a man, it might be a woman, I don't know. But it, regardless, uh, it's called 31 Reasons Why I Won't Take the Vaccination. And I was trying really hard not to say that word in the past shows. I'm not going to do that anymore because I have been listening to a lot of people that say, Mass non-compliance, not violent. You don't hurt anybody, okay? Not other than, you know, legitimate self-defense, but non-compliance with suicidal orders. And a lot of the suicidal orders that we're being given now are not laws. They're just suicidal orders. So I'm, I'm thinking, well, I'm not being a very good example of that if I don't tell the truth and self-censor. So, I'm, I mean... Not that I've been lying, but telling it more fully is more responsible, I think, on my part. So, let's look at some of this incredible letter by, and and remember that this is an, a rabbi from Israel. Israel, although some of our f- friends have gone there recently, one rabbi in particular has been on our show a lot, um, went there because the people in Israel remember what freedom is about and would never put up with this growing fascism under the uh, guys of medical um, programs for your own good. And so he went to Israel recently, and now Israel is one of the most fascist governments on the planet, trying to outdo Australia and Spain and all these other places, and they're doing a great job. And they're practicing this barbaric process uh, of uh, putting poison into a syringe, you know, that you can inject into people, and then injecting it into what they want is their entire population. And then it turns out that they want to do it not once, but over and over again. And they've been trying to fool the people saying that it stops the spread of disease. Well, I've been studying this practice for, I don't know, many years. And, um, I've, I haven't found any evidence of it ever stopping a disease back to 1796 when Jenner started this. And, I, and Jenner probably had good intention from what I can tell. He thought it would be a way to make a lot of money and uh, be famous and have all these people get over their sickness, or not over their sickness, no, prevent sickness. And all kinds of people were getting killed and maimed then by the practice and they didn't have adjuvants or anything. So, you know, I'm going to mention another unmentionable name that I haven't been willing to say up to now. Alex Jones, the evil and dreaded and all fearful Alex Jones that I've been watching his work for 20 years plus. And he's a great man and has been doing incredible stuff. And I get all these hateful emails that say, Richard, Alex Jones works for the dark side. He's controlled opposition, um, just like all these other people. And they list all their good people and they say, well, they're also controlled opposition. And I said, well, what about all this good stuff that he did? And he was one of the only people brave enough to tell the truth about many things when nobody else would. And they said, well, it doesn't matter. He's controlled opposition. That means, and I said, what, what does that mean? And they said, well, that means if he does something good, it's bad. Because, why? Because he's controlled opposition. It's, it's completely crazy. If You'll understand it really well if they label you as controlled opposition. 
and then you're trying to do something good and you say, well, watch out for this over here or here's something that you can do that's positive and, and you get all this um, resistance because people say, well, no, that person, he or she is controlled opposition, so they're lying and don't believe anything they say. It's completely biz- insane because even the worst person in the world can say something true. And if it's true, it's actually true. And it might even be beneficial if you take it and use it in the right way. So the whole controlled opposition thing is completely counterproductive. And even if a person's really bad, labeling them so that you'll never listen to anything true or if they do anything good in the future, I don't think that's very smart. So just my opinion. Anyway... This list that this rabbi made um, is called 31 Reasons Why I Won't Take, and I'll say the forbidden word again, Why I Won't Take the Vaccination. Rabbi Weissman is obviously, whether it's a man or a woman, and I'm sorry, I don't know about the name Chananya, um, obviously a very intelligent and perceptive person that also has an incredible quality that you're not allowed to have anymore. In fact, you're really bad. Maybe you're worse than controlled opposition. I don't know. And that incredible quality is called common sense. It's becoming extremely uncommon. So I'm going to read this list with my own added comments. And these are the list of 31 reasons why Chinanya Weissman won't take the vaccination. Um, I'm not going to self-censor about what I think uh, Rabbi Weissman should have added because we don't do that. There's no ego in these things. You don't get all excited about saying, oh, so-and-so is well-known and they said these things that are wrong and so they're bad and they're wrong and I'm smarter than they are. That's really dumb, you know. That's like, to say that's preschool level is an insult to preschool students that are good. Um so it's better to tell the rest of the story, and it's irrelevant who brought it up. You know, anybody bringing up good stuff is is great, even if it's a three-year-old kid or whoever. Um, especially now, when the whole world is being intentionally threatened with literal destruction uh, by the deadly vaccines to pr- protect you supposedly against a pandemic that itself is based a hundred percent on fraud. Now, the top people at social media companies, they know this. They know it really well. They are not intellectually stupid. They intend, they don't know about the real plan of complete destruction. They think they're going to be left in some kind of elite remnant to rule the world. And that's why they're willing to sell us all out and stop us from telling the truth. But they don't realize that they're <clears throat> to paraphrase Terminator, they're targeted for destruction as well. Um, so if we get totally banned for telling the truth, uh, you'll know where to find us. In a time of universal deceit, as George Orwell said, um, telling the truth is a revolutionary act, which all of us can do. And I think Chris Guy and others are right that we have to do it. So here's the list, or at least what we have time for. Time's going fast. It's posted on February um, 3rd, 2021 on gatesofvienna.com and a lot of other places that I saw it too. Created by Chananya Weissman. One, it's not a vaccine. 
vaccine, and I'm going to go through this quick. I may have to cut some of it short because we're going to be finished with the show shortly here. It's not a vaccine. A vaccine, by definition, provides immunity to a disease. That's false. That is completely false. But Chinonia doesn't know that. But doesn't know that that's never been true. Never been true. Back to Jenner. It's not, it wasn't true with smallpox. It wasn't true with polio. Anybody that wants to learn the details of that, read Suzanne Humphrey's Dissolving Illusions or Tim Moshe's uh, immun- Vaccination is Not Immunization. Those have hundreds of pages of backup to explain what I'm saying. I'm just giving you the bottom line. But Shenanya goes on to say, this does not provide immunity to anything. That's true, the new one. In a best-case scenario, it merely reduces the chance of getting a severe case of the virus if one catches it. That's totally fraudulent because there's no test for the virus. PCR is a complete fraud. It's a legitimate procedure, but the inventor, Kerry Mullis, who's still on, on Internet, on I think he's on YouTube even, but other places for sure, and he seems like a really good guy, and he's explaining... Um, PCR procedure can find anything in anybody. And he could have added, could find anything in a, in a can of Coca-Cola or a pawpaw, which is a fruit, or um, a goat. These are samples that were sent in, a soil sample also. I think these were sent in by the uh, uh, one of the elected leaders of Tanzania who was really smart. And he said, wait a minute, PCR test? Okay, try it on a soil sample. And it, yep, the soil sample had to be quarantined. It had a very bad case of COVID-19. So this is all, you know, even more than Chinanya realizes, I think. It's so much fraud that it's hard to even describe. But Chinanya says, I do not want to take medical treatment for an illness I do not have. Um, and I told you about Suzanne Humphreys and Tim O'Shea and Dr. T- uh, Sherry Tenpenny who's coming back on our show on what other ever channels we're on, is going to be on soon. Her videos are fantastic. I think they're all wiped off of YouTube now, but you can find them on Bitchute and a lot of other uh, free platforms. <clears throat> Two, Chinanya says, the drug companies, politicians, medical establishment, and media have joined forces to universally refer to this as a vaccine when it is not one, with the intention of manipulating people into feeling safer about undergoing a medical treatment. That's kind of true, but anybody that feels safer because some something is a vaccine, even if it really is, they're making a big mistake. The vaccines are, are not safer than whatever this thing is. So I don't see anything wrong with calling it a vaccine. All the vaccines are extremely harmful, and I have found after decades of serious looking into it, I can't find any benefits whatsoever. Even though, yeah, I did watch Outbreak and Dustin Hoffman saved the world with vaccine. I know about that. And he saved Kevin Spacey and all these other people. I think Kevin Spacey survived that in Outbreak. Not totally sure. But um, I understand this is sacrilege because Outbreak told the truth, but we're not self-censoring anymore. So, um, basically, I'm with no condemnation of the rabbi at all. I think uh, Weissman's doing a great job here. I'm just adding that if it was truly a vaccine, 
wouldn't be any better at all. Still poison, full of poison. You know, I'm talking serious poison, formaldehyde, aluminum, um, you know, genetic material from aborted babies. It's not nice. Uh, The presumed benefits of the medical treatment, this number three, are minimum and would not last, are minimal and would not last long in any case. There aren't any benefits, but uh, the rabbi says the establishment acknowledges this and is already talking about additional shots, that's true, and ever-increasing numbers of new vaccines that would be required on a regular basis. Yeah, to live your life, that's right. I refuse to turn myself into a chronic patient who receives injections of new pharmaceutical products on a regular basis simply to reduce my chances of getting a severe case of the virus that these injections do not even prevent. That's true. Uh, Four, I can reduce my chances of getting a severe case of virus by strengthening my immune system naturally. That's certainly true. Um, In the event I catch a virus, and that's a long subject in itself, there are vitamins and well-established drugs that have had wonderful results in treating and warding off the illness without the risks and unknowns of medical treatment. Yeah, that's true. Nutrients of all kinds, especially zinc and vitamins like C and D3, but also HCQ and ivermectin, which you're not allowed to talk about because doctors have shown that they work. Some doctors have had 100% success with that. You you have to think, well, wait a minute. If it's 100% success and it's now also shown as a, a successful preventative and they're saying you can't talk about it, what's wrong with that picture? Just really go into what's wrong with that picture. I think it would be a good thing. Also, nebulized hydrogen peroxide, quercetin, etc. A lot of things come out by Brownstein and others that have demonstrated it. Brownstein demonstrated the successful uh, treatments, even in severe cases. So he, he didn't, was he got put up as a hero by the major newspapers? No, he was visited by the... Um, what was it? What agency that came after him that said it was the one in charge? It's just slipping my mind right now. It's in charge of advertising. And they said, Brownstein, you're doing false advertising because none of this is proven. And he said, Well, I just had hundreds of patients and every single one of them got better. And they said, That's not proof. It's not in a journal. I mean, this is like makes Alice in Wonderland look totally normal. Number five, the establishment insists that this medical treatment is safe. They cannot possibly know this because the long-term effects are entirely unknown and will not be known for many years. That's wrong, Rabbi. Sorry. This is not against you. This is against, well, it's not against anything. It's just offering you the knowledge that this is not an untested vaccine or treatment. That's completely false. I know it's a big criticism, critique of it by people who have very good motives to not have to take it. But it's not untested. Maybe those brands are untested, but coronavirus vaccines have been uh, formulated and tested for many years. They've all failed. And uh, it reminds me of that line in Dune. You mean they, they tried and failed? And the Queen Mother in that one said... Uh, no, they tried and died. And it applies here because all the animals, the rabbits and ferrets and everything, they, the ones that survived the, the shot initially, 
they died on exposure to wild virus. This is not a conspiracy theory. It's written up in papers that I recently got a hold of from Dr. Tanpenny, and it's well documented. So this is not an untested vaccine. It's not. Six, the drug companies have zero liability if anything goes wrong and cannot be sued. That's true. Same for the politician. The rabbi says, same for the politicians who are pushing this treatment. I will not inject myself with a new experimental medical device when the people behind it have no liability or responsibility. Uh, if anything goes wrong, I will not risk my health and my life when they refuse to risk anything. That's a valid point. Um, the removal of liability from the vaccine companies is not recent. It just is more extensive with these new COVID vaccines because they know there'll be so many deaths. Uh, Bill Gates was on TV saying maybe, you know, hundreds of thousands of deaths or injuries or deaths would be expected. But, you know, more than that number of injuries has already happened. And much, much more is coming, according to Dr. Tenpenny and others who understand how the vaccine works. This massive crime against humanity to take away liability and allow unbelievable profits by killing huge numbers of people, that was done, again, by a president who, like Trump, in my opinion, really meant well. I met Reagan in person in, in around 1980. And in California, and I think he was a good man. He said, government is the problem, not, not the solution. And he said a lot of good things, but he wasn't allowed to carry them out because he was surrounded by really devoted deep state actors. And one of the things they convinced him to do was the stupid circular reasoning. You know, Reagan lacked common sense in this too. He totally missed it. They said, well, you know, we can't, really save the world with the vaccines if we get sued all the time because they're killing everybody. So, which is what was happening before they got liability um, in about 1987, I think it was. Get the movie, 1987, The Act. It explains the whole thing in detail. It's a great movie. And they, they told Reagan and the people in Congress who were equally dumb at the time that the vaccines are necessary to save the world. You have to under this is the opposite of calling somebody controlled opposition and just discounting everything they say, even if it's true. This is the opposite. This is some the vaccine companies were killing people all over the place and causing lifelong disabilities, mostly kids, but other people too. And so they came with a lot of money to Congress and the president and said, um, you know, you need vaccines to save the world. What if a terrible pandemic were to happen i mean that could happen and if you didn't have vaccines like i mean like game over the world would be dead right so you need the vaccines and pay no attention to the fact that they're killing so many people right now this is why they can't save the world because when they kill people they they get sued and they're going to go out of business and you won't even have the vaccines to save the world anymore so congress said good point you know thanks for the money and um no more liability for you. Go ahead and save the world, which is what they're doing now. And Reagan signed it. And I don't think Reagan was bad because of that. He wasn't controlled opposition. He wasn't an evil person. Um, he believed in the medical system. There are other people who believe in that, you guys. A lot of really smart people believe in the medical authorities. And they, a lot of good people 
with high intelligence believe in that. You don't have to condemn people for everything. You know, have some humility because you're subject to being fooled too, and so am I. So have some understanding and compassion for people that fall for it. Reagan was one of those. Uh, number seven, Rabbi says, Israel's prime minister has openly admitted that the Israeli people are the world's laboratory for this experimental treatment. I'm not interested in being a guinea pig or donating my body to science. Yeah, <clears throat> there, that's true, kind of, but it's not the kind of experiment where you don't know what's going to happen. It's an experiment with a fully tested uh, vaccine because it's a coronavirus vaccine, and all the animals in the test died. Sherry just gave me the papers that show the, some of the experiments where that happened. So, it, no, it's not that they have no idea. That's just totally not true. And as far as Netanyahu and the other leaders go, with him and other ones, there's videos that I've seen that look like uh, faking them getting the injection, which speaks well for their intelligence, not their morality. But I saw a video of Netanyahu where it looked like they didn't put the needle into his arm. And anybody intelligent would avoid having it stuck into their arm for sure. Uh, number eight, Israel agreed to share medical data of its citizens with a foreign drug company as a fundamental part of their agreement to receive treatment. I never consented for my personal medical data to be shared with any such entity, nor was I even asked. I will not contribute to the sleazy operation, sleazy enterprise. Um, I'd say that's a little bit too mild. It's not a sleazy enterprise. It's coordinated intentional mass murder. And the media is, is complicit. Anybody that censors somebody that says that is complicit in the mass murder. The Nine, the executives and board members, we're not going to get through this, but I'll try to go faster. The executives and board members at Pfizer are on record that they have not taken their own treatment. Oh, smart people. Despite all the fanfare and assurances, this, they're claiming that they would consider it Unfair to cut in line. This is preposterous excuse, and he goes on, he or she goes on to explain. Yeah, it is preposterous. That's true. Uh, Ten, the establishment media have accepted the pre preposterous excuse without question or concern. Uh, that's because they were told to. Three facts that must be put together. Uh, Bill Gates is touting these vaccines as essential to the survival of the human race. Bill Gates believes the world has too many people and needs to be depopulated. Bill Gates, perhaps the richest man in the world, I don't think so, but he's got a lot of money, has also not been injected. Uh, no rush. I'll pass on it and any medical treatments he wants me to take. Yeah, I think that's a really smart decision. Uh, the establishment has been entirely one-sided in celebrating the treatment. Yeah, because they're all part of the crime. 13, there is an intense propaganda com campaign for people to take this treatment. Same, same issue there. 14, the masses are following in tow, posting pictures of themselves getting injected with a drug, feeding the mass peer pressure to do the same. Yeah, that's serious, and it's not... The general population is not complicit in the crime. They really don't know any better. They actually think that vaccines prevent disease. And they've been trained that this is true, just like the doctors in medical school 
that they, the doctors in medical school don't, do not know that that's true. They just memorized safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. And the drug dealers, I mean, the advanced pharmaceutical scientists come and talk to their medical school class and say, yes, what we've determined is safe and effective. And we really have deep commitment to the integrity of the process that determines safe and effective. Yeah, the process was to make it up. Um, Fifteen, those who raise concerns about the medical treatment are being bullied, slandered, mocked, censored, criticized, ostracized, threatened, and fired from their jobs. Yeah, that's going on all over the place, and it's planned to get more intense. But again, the people who are believing in the medical system, telling them to commit slow suicide, basically, by going along with poisonous treatments and injected poisons, some of them actually read the ingredients on what they eat because they don't want to eat, you know, bad ingredients in their food, which is good. But they don't ever check the ingredients on what they're going to inject into their own body or their baby. How could they miss something that obvious that you don't do that? It's because of their training that you have blind belief in authority, like religious belief, the religion of vaccinism or whatever religion you're doing. It's not science. It's not real spiritual attitude which checks everything. It doesn't just b- blindly believe a belief because of fear that it might be wrong and you won't know it's true. It checks it. Because if you sincerely investigate things, you get closer to whatever is true. Which is a big benefit. Uh, 16, it's the greatest medical experiment in the history of the human race. Yeah, kind of, but they already know the outcome. Is purposeful 17, it's being purposely not portrayed as the greatest medical experiment in the history of the human race. And the fact that it is a medical experiment at all is being severely downplayed. I don't think it's a medical experiment. Sorry. I know that would be horrifying to the people that are resisting it. I, I think when you put somebody in a gas chamber or give them cyanide over a period of time knowing that they're going to die it's not an experiment it's murder so i guess i'm on the outside with that stuff um were they up front with the masses very few would agree to participate in such an experiment yeah it's called informed consent which the whole medical system has abandoned because if you really did informed consent which is a legal requirement for all the geneva convention signatory nations which is most of the world right now then you wouldn't be able to get an aspirin without knowing the possible side effects so-called side effects that means bad effects they're not really side effects they're some of the major primary effects they're just not helpful with sales and they they would have to tell you on the box at least yeah this may destroy your stomach it may cause internal bleeding it may do all this other stuff but if you want to eat it, then you can do. You can swallow this poisonous chemical, and the same with anything else, and and much more so for things they're going to inject right into your body past your digestive system. Informed consent means you have to be told everything it might do to you, and understand it in language that you can grasp. Not doing that violates the Nuremberg Code. It's really serious. 
the whole medical profession is doing that every day. No one does anything about it. Nobody even comprehends the magnitude of the crime. It's like, you know, we need to start over from scratch. And in some ways, the medical establishment, number 19, is not informing people about any of this. No, well, most of them, you know, except for the top people at the top, they don't even really understand it. If the average doctor understood the critical, essential nature of informed consent, they would try to do it. They would rearrange their practice. It would slow things down. They couldn't make as much money. But they'd see for morality, it would be essential. They, they can't give you anything or do anything invasive to you or give you an injection or anything without making sure you understand this might kill you or whatever it might do to you. And they're not doing that. 20, we're being pressured in, in various ways to get injected, which violates medical ethics and the foundation of a democratic society. Yeah, but see, whether it's a democracy or a constitutional republic, there's no system, including both of those, that are of any use at all without a conscious population. Because a democracy, if 51% of the people agree to uh, arrest all the herbalist women and burn them at the stake, now that could never happen, right? Then, because it's a democracy, you have to do it. If it says to do that in the Constitution, then you have to do it then too. So, neither one of those systems is good without consciousness. 21, the government has sealed their protocol related to the virus and treatments for 30 years. Yeah, there is so much corruption in the whole health agencies and the medical system. It would take probably more than 30 years to even describe it. 22, the government can share our personal medical data with foreign corporations, but they won't share their own protocol in the manner with us. I'm out. Yeah, obviously that's reasonable. Uh, the establishment, 23, has recruited doctors, rabbis, the media, and the masses, and a lot of churches, I might add, to harangue people who don't want to get injected with a new drug. That's true. They're using peer pressure, and they intend to use restriction that you can't travel. That's already coming into force, and eventually that you can't do anything. But it's totally voluntary. You just can't live if you don't do it. Uh, this is horrific, disgusting, disgusting, a perversion of common sense, morality, and the Torah. It makes me recoil and only further cements my distrust of these people and my opposition to take their experimental drug. Uh, 24, I know many people who got injected, but none of them studied the science in depth, um, carefully weighed the principal benefits. Again, uh, weighing the benefits is really easy. In this case, there aren't any. There, I don't know of any benefits to any vaccine at all. And I know that sounds unbelievable. How could you not be smart enough to know that vaccines save the world and they're the best medical advance in history? Because I checked, and it's all false. That's why. 25, the drug companies have a long and glorious history of causing mass carnage with wonder drugs and vaccines, I might add. And they thrust on that they thrust these drugs on unsuspecting populations, even after serious problems had already become known. Uh, that's true. Speaks for itself. Indeed, the horror stories are already coming in at warp speed with the new vaccine, but the politicians are not the least bit concerned. 
they're not necessarily all bad. They're just brainwashed. You know, they can't imagine that what all these experts with white coats say could not be true. It's emotionally very difficult. We need to understand the, the psychological operation that is behind people not being able to imagine this. Um, 20, I'm going to try to finish this even we're, we're a minute over. Although many people have died shortly after getting injected, including perfectly healthy young people, yeah, it's more and more and more every day. And we are not allowed to imply that the injection had anything to do with it. That's true. Because it would ruin the whole program. I mean, not only are there trillions of dollars to be made in profits by not only injecting everybody on the planet once, but, oh my gosh, if we can do it once, we can do it every week. It's going to be great. You know, there's a lot of money involved. And the media, the major corporate media says whatever they're paid to say. 28, I'm repulsed by the religious cult-like worship of a pharmaceutical product and will not participate in the ritual. It is a ritual, that's true. 29, my healthcare provider keeps badgering me to get injected and yet have provided me no information on the treatment or possible alternatives. That's true, because if they provided you information on alternatives, nobody would let this thing be stuck in their body, certainly not into their children. I see all the 30. I see all the lies, corruption, propaganda, manipulation, censorship, bullying, violation of medical ethics, lack of integrity in scientific process, suppression of incon- inconvenient adverse reactions, uh, like death, I might add, or paralysis, or Bell's palsy, or convulsions, or all these common reactions that people are having. One was in, in pictures recently with their skin falling off which is really inconvenient if you plan to do anything in your life. Um, Yeah, it's being hidden by the media. Trump was right about the media. The media is the enemy of the whole population. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Doesn't mean he was against freedom of the press at all. That was twisted on TV. He meant giving people false information intentionally to hurt them is not a good thing. That's what he was talking about. Um, so the rabbi says, God, I will use my mind. I will use the mind you blessed me with and trust my natural instincts, which leads to the final reason that sums up why I will not get vaccinated, in quotes. The whole thing st- stinks, which is a good reason also. Uh, hopefully this issue is now crystal clear to you, and I'm sorry we went over a couple minutes, uh, and why it's important to understand to just Say no, not just to this, but to all the lockdowns and the quarantines and all this stuff. You quarantine somebody who's contagious and showing deadly symptoms, you know, so that they don't spread it all over. You don't quarantine people who are healthy. And what the fake PCR test is doing is diagnosing all the healthy people as sick. And so they've had to fabricate the death numbers up to now and use deaths from flu, for example, which kills supposedly about 80,000 people a year, 30 to 80,000 in the U.S. every year. But even that, they combine it with pneumonia and other things. So they just wipe those numbers out and call them all COVID now. And that's very stressful for them because they have to lie about all the death numbers. So with the vaccine, it's going to really help 
the authorities and the media because they'll be able to say that the vaccine deaths are actually COVID-19 deaths or COVID-20 deaths, and you need another special vaccine every week, which won't protect you, but if you don't have it, you're not doing your duty. Stuff like that. I mean, what you need to get the picture of is it's total insanity. And yet, individual people, like us, for example, have this massive power of perception, common sense, ability to make your own decisions. Common sense trumps fake science any day. day. And you're supposed to not realize that. I suggest we realize it and use it. And be brave enough to look at the bigger picture that this is only a small part of. This is part this is a key part of an agenda to wipe out life on earth. And you don't have to get all upset and worried and, you know, kill yourself out of despair that they want you to do to save the earth or anything like that. You have to say, wait a minute. Killing all life on earth is probably a really bad idea because all these life forms, even the human beings, really want to stay alive. So let's turn this around. Let's wake up to who we are. Let's find out the real health information that's being violently censored right now. Bring it back. Learn it. Apply it. Get your health back. And that has big benefits because you don't need the medical system anymore unless you get run over by a car. And even then, you have to be very careful. Um, but you'll have your nat- more of your natural physical condition back, and then you work on your consciousness from that point of view. Once your body's operating right, it's easier to do that. And our natural perception and abilities come back very quickly when we do that. And then there's no contest. The whole thing is over. And in fact, we don't have to do anything to nor would we want to, to damage any of the people carrying out this crime. I certainly don't. I'm not against them as individual people on a spirit level. I want to help them because you could be in their shoes too, or I could. And if we were brainwashed like they are, thinking that we're evil, and that's the way to go, we would be doing exactly what they're doing. So before you end up wanting to condemn and, you know, just completely destroy other people who are being bad, Stop for a second and think. They're prisoners, and we have the power, if we wake ourselves up, to wake them up too. It's much more powerful than just starting new fighting, other than in defense, which you have to do. Massive power, if we have the courage to access it, and if we care about the future generations or about ourselves, then there's really no decision to make. I was going to say, what's your decision? What are you going to do against the attack on all life? But it's really obvious if you understand it. You don't go out and start you know, attacking people in response. That just keeps the same cycle going, and it gets worse and worse. You wake yourself up. Get, get your own natural physical condition back. Learn about health, not what the medical industry is telling you, not... You know, get off drugs and, I mean, I'm not giving medical advice. It's just what seems right to me. I'm not a medical doctor and I had the choice to work on becoming one at one point and I realized that wouldn't have done any good. Even if I could have withstood the brainwashing, I wouldn't be allowed to do what I w- would want to do. I'd lose the license right away which is or get killed or whatever. So be your own doctor. 
you know, which you have to anyway because they're not responsible uh, for the ultimate decision. It's us. And if you wake yourself up, it has an immediate effect on everybody around you, even before you say a word. You have massive power. That's the message. Get it back. Take care of yourself. Make your own decisions from your own common sense. Appreciate yourself. Take care of yourself. It's the best thing you can do if you want to help everybody else as a start. And it starts affecting them immediately. It'll inspire other people to do the same thing and start a real pandemic of consciousness, which we want to happen like yesterday. But now we'll do. So anyway, I hope you agree with me that the rabbi's list is important and valid and share it. <clears throat> share the share the program if you want to. It's really essential now because the opposite is happening with the, most of the media. And um, this is our Saturday Lost Arts Radio live show relating to current events. We're going to keep on with the same attitude, telling the full truth about things and rely on you to spread it. You know, we, we're getting shut down everywhere else, so I hope you're willing to help us with that. And apply it yourself. Get the benef- get the full benefit. Don't just say, well, that's interesting or that's entertaining or, yeah, that's really true, and then get off and, and go do whatever you're used to doing. The whole point is, if it has value, incorporated into your own understanding, your own consciousness, your own life, your own routine, and use it to help people. That's the only point of it. Otherwise, there's no point in knowing about all of this stuff happening in the world. And uh, Sunday, we have a great show, too. It's been going on since the beginning of Lost Arts Radio. And uh, educational, inspiring people on that from all over the world. And I hope you'll Get a chance to take a look at that. All the archives are available and free. And anytime you want to communicate with us to give us feedback, it's appreciated. At lostartsradio.com, there's a contact form. There's donate forms there because we you count the commercials we did in this show, okay? Plus the shutdowns and everything. We need funds. We need money. So if you have resources to help us at lostartsradio.com, there's a donate button and lostarts researchinstitute.org contact there's a um, donate button there too and also at subscribestar.com slash lost arts radio not if you're starving and struggling for survival but if you've got resources and you can help us and want to um, we need it and it would be really helpful so thank you in advance I think that's about it and um, remember the show tomorrow and stay in touch at lostartsradio.com I hope you have a great week. Uh, Be kind to everybody, even the people that don't look like they deserve it. They need it the most. And it affects you when you do that. It helps you with your program of waking up yourself that will help everybody else. So have a good week. Take care of yourself. And I'll hope to meet you here next week. Same time, same place. Talk to you then. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, 
or three times a month, to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big text platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows except the banned ones are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.